Hello, welcome back to 14 Points. I'm your host, Sugjinder Sandhu, and today I wanted to try something a little bit different. So usually I have a scripted episode about a certain topic, and uh, I usually read off my script and try to make it sound as natural as possible, and I usually only have one topic, but today I want to try something a little bit different. Today I wanted to have just an open mic, so no script, just me reading the news and just um, talking about what's going on in the world uh, freely. It's like an open monologue. So yeah, let's get started. So first I want to go, I want to talk about the coronavirus. Uh, perhaps you've heard of it. So the coronavirus is uh, taking a pretty heavy toll. So we've, as of right, as of, uh, as of today, we've had 1.9 million confirmed cases in the U.S. Over uh, 128,000 have recovered and there have been 63,538 deaths from coronavirus. So the coronavirus ha- ha- has been hitting the United States really hard, actually. And the, the United States is actually the epicenter of the pandemic now that we have more confirmed cases than any other country in the world. So, so the coronavirus not only affects the lives of everyone in America, but it also affects... America's international standing because you have to look at how embarrassing it is for America to fail so badly at controlling a pandemic and now you have to admit no matter what political party you actually are associated with you have to admit that the government's response was really botched like if there was an actual government response we wouldn't we wouldn't have the big big deaths the amount of deaths the huge amount of deaths we're seeing there there have been more deaths from coronavirus than the vietnam war so as you can see that if there was an actual government response where um where the government didn't ignore the coronavirus from when it started because no matter because president trump did get briefings he, he even downplayed it on the news that it's a hoax that he didn't believe he downplayed it for months and now it's taking a toll the economy is shrinking 4.8 percent gdp shrank 4.8 percent we're seeing this harm our international standing uh, I, and i i'm a really big uh believer in the liberal world order i'm a really big believer in the fact that the world is a safer place when america is the most powerful country in the world i'm a big believer in um the fact that American hegemony should stay and should be, and America should be the deciding person on global issues, but it's kind of hard to do that when your economy's, when your economy's, <laughs> when your GDP is shrinking and your economy is doing really bad. People are getting laid off. People can't pay their bills. So, all of this, all of this is, all of this is due to a botched government response. In my, in my opinion, because you you can't become. You can't just say that the coronavirus happened by itself when countries are actually issuing stay-at-home orders, countries are locking down, countries aren't reopening their economies until it's under control. And we've seen how much of an impact that has. President Trump has not issued a nationwide stay-at-home order. In fact, I was, I was reading in the news, 31, 31 states are slowly easing into reopening. And, and you know, we've, um, we've also seen that while this pandemic was happening, there's been a shortage of medical supplies, ventilators, masks, everything. You know, in my first episode, uh, Presidential Incompetence, I even went over the fact that the State Department literally donated almost an, our entire stockpile to China. And, um, you know, so, yeah, let's just dive right into some of the news I'm seeing here. Um, so, um San Francisco, the Bay Area, will uh, have a stay-at-home order, uh, even though the easing of stay-at-home orders will be um, 
will be applied in California. Um, also, uh, NPR um, just posted an article about how passengers must wear masks on major airlines to cut spread of coronavirus. And um, yeah, so the CDC has recommended you wear some kind of covering because um, the coronavirus is uh, the coronavirus actually co is um, how should I say this? The coronavirus gets uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Emitted, emitted, or um, yeah, the coronavirus basically gets spread through um, droplets. So when someone sneezes or someone when someone sneezes and you breathe it in, you you uh, contract the particles, the coronavirus. So when you have a cloth covering, it limits the risk of the of those particles, those droplets getting straight into your um, um, your airways. So that's why um, please do practice social distancing. Please do wear a mask if you have one. Uh, cloth masks. Uh, my mom makes cloth masks masks for uh, my dad actually because my dad's a truck driver. So my mom's made cloth masks for us. So like, even if you don't want to wear a cloth mask, uh, you can just wrap a scarf. That's what my mom does. Um, you can just wrap a scarf around your face because at the end of the day, it's your own safety, you know? So remember, always practice social distancing because you, it's uh, the, the best way to stay safe in this unprecedented time. So going on, going back into the, into the more of the news cycle, uh, the, a CNN article, uh, President Trump um, contradicts U.S. Intel Committee by claiming he's he's seen evidence coronavirus originated in a Chinese lab. Um, well, you see, you see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm sorry. Here's the thing. Uh, let me just read off. Let me just read the first first article. President Donald Trump contradicted a rare on-the-record statement from his own intelligence community by claiming Thursday that he has seen evidence that gives him a high degree of confidence that the coronavirus that the novel coronavirus originated in a laboratory in Wuhan, China, but declined to provide details to back up his assertion. So the comments undercut a public statement from the Office of Director of National Intelligence. So, yeah, so we don't want to be entangled in conspiracy theories. I myself am not a fan of conspiracy theories. I feel like conspiracy theories are just um, alternative fact, and I like straight facts. I'm more of a fact person. So um, I wouldn't believe that this coronavirus originated from a lab because what would China gain? Okay, China's economy is at the worst place it's been since the 1970s. China wants to be a global leader and global superpower. You can't be a superpower if your economy is shrinking. So China's economy is at the worst place of um, worst place um, that its economy has been since the 1970s. And not only that, it's just that the long it was like lot that was like the longest economic growth unprecedented growth china ever had and now the coronavirus stopped that so i doubt china has anything to gain from actually spreading this virus because you have to you have to look at it from a foreign policy perspective because i at least i believe this that not only will this impact china's uh, it's it's already impacted china's global standing in the fact that it the it didn't involve other countries from the beginning and tell them about the coronavirus outbreak in China, but it also harms the international standing in a way that other other countries aren't going to trust what China says anymore in, due to their handling of the coronavirus situation. So not only that, so if you if China's intention was to become a global leader by spreading this coronavirus, it basically did the opposite in my opinion. So, you know, I, I don't believe that this virus originated from a laboratory and um in other news amazon uh i love amazon uh i love amazon i just i don't know why you know it's just like the adrenaline rush of just ordering something and having 
it delivered to my door within two days is just amazing. But Amazon will spend $4 billion or more on coronavirus response, potentially potentially wiping out quarter two profit. Yes. So if you're a share owner in Amazon, you, you may want to take a seat, Bezos says, as he predicts spending any potential operating profit in second quarter. So yeah, the Amazon spending $4 billion. And um, uh, another news, uh, U.S. armed protesters demand to end Michigan coronavirus lockdown. So this this one's really interesting because in this in the Michigan court, um, people challenged the stay at home order, saying it was unconstitutional. But the court ruled it constitutional because it, in the end of the day, it was for society's benefit. So you know the stay at home orders are being protested. President Trump has a uh, said he sides with the protesters, but the thing is you. I don't know. It just it just makes me mad the fact that people don't see that we have more coronavirus cases than any other country in the world, okay? We have over 1 million cases, okay? The next country that has the most cases is Spain and they only have 213,435,000 cases. We have over 800,000 more cases and yet somehow people still want to reopen the economy. It's like you can, the spread of this pandemic not only affects people from doing their jobs, people from living their lives, but it also affects America's international standing. It makes America weaker. It makes because you have to look, you have to look at it this way because usually America is the global leader, and but right now we're not the global leader, and we don't want Chinese influence over American hegemony because I, for one, at least at least this is what I think at least I for one feel safer knowing that America. A, a country that promotes democracy and freedom is in charge rather than China, which is an authoritarian country. So, you know, I'm just saying. So, you know, enough about that. Let's move on into some other news. Uh, the 2020 election will be different due to coronavirus uh, because we've seen how the coronavirus can affect voting when we had primaries in the past. Uh, but coronavirus will shape voting rights in the election, too. Because remember, you not only are you going to have to practice social distancing, but lines may be longer too. So, I'm reading this NPR article. Uh, so the pandemic has already caused major disruptions. Partisan legal legal fights have erupted over how to address voters' concerns about showing up at the polls, and um, so yeah. So this this election will be unprecedented because you have to realize that um, the coronavirus will affect voting because. It could ultimately affect voter turnout as well because you don't because some people might say they they don't want to risk going outside and voting and some people will say yes I want to go vote so um yeah so um a lot of uh, a lot of people are just focusing on um the expansion of mail mail ballots like mail mail in ballots and absentee balloting uh, my mom always gets a mail ballot and she always fills it out and then sends it back into the mail yeah so you know this will um. um this will affect voting. <laughs> There's this political article called um, "The Nightmare Scenario: How a Corona How Coronavirus Could Make the 2020 Vote a, a Disaster," and I'm just looking at it right now. And uh, so, uh, let me just read the, a tidbit of this article. Um, for a certain segment segment um, of the American electorate, the onset of the coronavirus pandemic of a 2020 
nightmare scenario with an embattled President Donald Trump delaying the November election. Okay, first of all, let's get into that. President Donald Trump cannot delay the election, okay? Even if he does, you, his term his term constitutionally ends on on January 20th 2020 so there's really no point in postponing the election so and I doubt he'll do it so you know just putting that aside yeah he does lack the power it even says in this article he lacks the power to actually move the election so yeah America is totally unprepared okay for this because Large numbers of voters become disenfranchised because they're worried it's not safe. Like I just said, well, this article is just confirming what I just said. <laughs> and that participating more, more participating in voting more, more, more makes it more likely to, for people to catch coronavirus. And that's what people might think. And they might actually not uh, vote. And uh, a surge of demand for absentee ballots overwhelms election administrators who haven't printed enough ballots in some states like te Texas. So uh, we're... So, yeah, turnout drops, and Americans are forced to cho choose between voting in person or not voting at all. So, yeah, so uh, the United States Postal Service, um, confidence is lacking in the United States Postal Service as well because uh, even President Trump has uh, continued to um, threaten uh, to block uh, funding to the corona. Um, uh, t the coronavirus funding to uh, the United States Postal Service, which uh, I I love the United States Postal Service. If I'm not gonna lie, I love mail. Uh -huh. Mail is really fun. I put it in an envelope and uh, I write the address on the back, and I just have to throw it in my mailbox, and then boom, it's at the address I want it to be. So, I love the United States Postal Service. I'm just saying. So, uh, yeah. So yeah, so it's pretty unprecedented. I myself, uh, I'm proud that um, my mom can vote and my dad can vote uh, from the mail because my mom and dad always vote from with uh, mail ballots because uh, my dad's a truck driver, so he's usually not home to vote because he's usually um, uh, he's usually uh, somewhere else in the states because he's a he's a cross country truck driver, so um, and so and and sometimes will he's um while he's uh, away. Um, he can't actually he can't go um, access to go to a voting site because he can't park his 18 wheeler in a high school parking lot. So he so that's why uh, mail in ballots always work for us because um, my dad can come home vote send it out my mom can vote vote send it out so that way um, yeah so this is unprecedented you know I've been home from school for a while now uh, honestly I can't even remember what school was like so. Yeah, so just remember to stay safe, practice social distancing, and remember, no matter what political party you're um, uh, involved with, just remember, I try to make sure that I'm prevent presenting with only facts, and I try not to be partisan. And speaking of partisanship, Chuck Schumer proposed a measure to make sure that President Trump can't get his signatures on the, on the coronavirus stimulus checks. And I say to that, just get over it, man. It's, it's not a big deal, okay? It's... It's it's not even a big deal, okay? The man just has a signature on the check, okay? Please, please put partisanship aside for once and actually focus on the American people. So, yeah. So, yeah, thank you very much for uh, joining this first ever episode of uh, my monologue. And I hope you enjoyed. Sorry if I uh, offended you by uh, saying bad stuff about our government. Uh, I'm sorry. And uh, I uh, look forward to... Uh, coming back with new episodes 
like this, like a monologue, free monologue, and episodes like my scripted episodes. And my next episode will be about the dollar and how it shapes American foreign policy and how it is in decline. So thank you for listening to 14 Points, and see you guys in the next one. Bye.